welcome back to the Sister Talk podcast. It's me, Morea Fells, speaking to you today from my home office. Um, I hope you're all doing really well. Today I have just been uh, up, uh, following up um, the beautiful women that I get to mentor and coach. And it's um, it's been lovely um, being part of their journeys. It's been, I think, two months now since we began. Or maybe longer. And it's just beautiful. I am so thankful, number one, for your trust. Um, and also that I actually get to be part of your journeys and speak life into your hearts. It's just such an honor. And I'm really, really thankful for that. So today I wanted to talk about forgiveness. Forgiveness of self. You know, I in my, oh, how many years has it been? seven maybe years of um, ministry, I have been able to sit in many um, inner healing and deliverance meetings um, with my students that I pastor. Um, and also for myself, I've been, I have sat in many uh, one-on-ones for healing. And, you know, the thing that strikes me as... <laughs> A repetitive uh, message is this message of have you forgiven yourself you know I, I hope that you listening already know this but forgiveness is usually you know it's a it's the main key to our freedom when we have when we're stuck in repetitive destructive cycles or bitterness or um uh, just unhealthy thought life or um, many like many of our struggles can be resolved through forgiveness. I'm not saying every problem is an unforgiveness problem, but a lot of them are. I would say the majority of them are, to be honest, and especially when it comes to deliverance, uh, if people are being spiritually oppressed, um, usually the the door that they left open, was through unforgiveness. The devil loves to play with unforgiveness and it's a door that he looks for to uh, make your life a little more miserable. And so we know that forgiveness is important. We also know that holding on to for, onto unforgiveness is actually like swallowing poison. Have you heard that one before? I think that's a great analogy to express what happens when we do not forgive, when we decide to hold the grudge it does nothing to the other person, but it does everything painful to you. It suffocates you. Uh, it, it encases you in bitterness. Um, and the result of just a kind of hoarding unforgiveness is detrimental to your heart, your soul, and your life. So what I want to talk about is now the aspect of forgiven forgiveness toward yourself because can you think about it imagine you know the 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 damage and the danger of, of holding on to unforgiveness toward another person what could that damage be if the person you are not forgiving is yourself have you thought about that before you know when we hold a grudge towards someone we use uh, means of punishment to communicate that 
either to them or to ourselves. And the typical punishment is the with withdrawal of love or withholding love. Um, if we are bitter at somebody, we might pretend to be kind to them, but you know deep down inside that every word you're giving and saying is actually totally um, is is yeah a, a big lie, and it's all fake. And your quote unquote love for that person is non-existent despite the smile that you are managing to fake on your face I'm sure you've been there I know I've been there and I'm here to be real because I don't think uh, we're talking real enough Uh, also that was my dishwasher just popped open Um, yay for (laughs) household maintenance days so so think about this then you're holding a grudge against yourself Therefore, withholding love from yourself, punishing yourself and treating yourself like a problem. Maybe you don't have a problem in forgiving, forgiving people, but maybe you have a problem in forgiving yourself. Have you thought about that? Have you thought about, you know, as Christians, we are taught if Jesus forgave you, then you can forgive others. But what about the fact of if Jesus forgave you, then why aren't you forgiving yourself? And what is it that you're not forgiving yourself for? Is it something you said? Is it something you did or didn't do? What voices are in your head telling you that you are unforgivable? What lies are you listening to that are telling you that you are worthy of punishment? Because that is not what the Lord says about you. The Lord has laid down his whole life and he has forgiven you and he's taken up the burden of sin. So when are you going to accept that as your truth and walk free from condemnation? You know, Romans 8, we quote it all the time. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But do we believe it? Do we actually believe it and walk in it? And this is not to shame you. You know, if you've been following the Instagram account of Sister Talk, I recently made a post about unforgiveness toward myself. Because I, I was, let's say, rudely, <laughs> no, not rudely, but it was a slap in the face of a reality of a, of a belief system that I had uh, decided to embrace unknowingly. And that, that, that belief system was that I am a problem and I need to fix myself. If you go onto my Instagram account, the Sister Talk Instagram account, it's um, an image with some white flowers uh, and there's the script if you keep swiping. But what happened with me was that I was sick the last week. I was sick with a flu and I was stuck on the couch for um, about five days. And that whole time, I just felt increasingly more guilty because I felt like I couldn't bring anything to the table. And I felt guilty to expect Felix to do everything for me. 
I felt guilty that I couldn't, I didn't really even have emotional capacity to deeply connect with Felix. And I felt so guilty and I was crying and apologizing to him. And Felix, thank you, Lord, for Felix. My, my husband is just so amazing and so godly and Christ-like. Um, a shout out to you, Felix, if you're listening. But he just said, Maria, what are you, what? <laughs> he was just, you know, like um, shocked. Like, Maria, what are you talking about? What, like, why are you apologizing? You do not need to apologize. Hello, you're sick with a flu. I think if there's anyone you should apologize to, it's yourself. Yep, he preached straight to my heart. But you see, I didn't deal with it in that moment. I accepted that what he's saying is true, but I just wasn't even able to start apologizing to myself. But then I noticed, you know, as I recovered and got better, I was working extra hard in all kinds of areas to make up for this belief that I'm a problem and I need to fix the problem uh, before anyone else gets hurt. And I realized this mentality began to slip into my um, belief system, not just toward Felix, but toward everyone that I was interacting with. I was saying yes when my capacity had n like no more space for more. I was saying yes when I should have been saying no. I was saying, yeah, I love this when really I was, no, I don't want this. I was I was adding more to do things on my list. I was saying yes to meetings. I was taking up more responsibility and my heart was like can you just stop and listen to me? But all the while shoving my the voice of my heart down so that I could just bend over backwards and do whatever I could to make everyone around me happy. Uh, and you know, taking on that false responsibility that it's my job to keep everyone happy. And also this, this wrong belief that if I don't please people, then something bad is going to happen. These people won't be able to handle themselves, you know, or, um, or I, I will be even less loved. I will bring, I will be even less valued. And really this is actually all the voice of shame. Shame is just a, a weapon used against us to cause us to believe that something about us is wrong and embarrassing and should be hidden, uh, either hidden or worked hard to make up for. And that's what I was doing. I was working hard to make up for a lie that was shame-based and I was being really harsh toward myself. I wasn't letting my heart speak. I was, um, I was ignoring myself. And by the end of that week, so the week after of being sick, I realized I'm actually quite disconnected from myself. And in being disconnected from myself, I was not able to connect well with other people in a meaningful way. And so uh, I was stuck with this the other day as I, I began to talk to the Lord about what I, the decisions I'd made in my heart in the last two weeks that had caused me to slip so far away from the reality of being a daughter of God, safe in the Father's house. Instead, I had wandered off into the dark woods. 
I like to use this analogy that daughtership is when you are inside the castle of God. God is the castle. Um, and he's like, he's a, our father is a castle around us, keeping us safe. And that's where we find daughtership. But when we wander out of that castle, we kind of wander out of daughtership and into the scary forest where all the evil um, shadows lie and where we, that's where we, you know, stumble and make poor choices because we're not in the safety of the walls of the father. So somehow, I still don't know how, but I guess slowly and insidiously, uh, these lies, you know, creep in and I buy into them until I find myself in these shadowy woods making wrong choices and wrong beliefs as though I'm a problem, you know. These these wrong ideas only come when we're not in in the framework of the Father, you know, when we are trying to make things happen on our own and that's where shame creeps in and all of a sudden we believe that we are, there's something wrong with us and we are we need to like beat ourselves into shape to make everyone else happy. Guys, this is shame. This is shame. And God God is 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 uh, here. He's stripping shame away. And my prayer is even now that as I'm speaking that God would highlight to you what beliefs are not really yours. What beliefs are not given to you from him, the lies about yourself, that shame would be exposed as you are listening to my message, that areas in your life that you think are a problem and you need to hide and cover would be exposed for the false realities that they really are. And so what I had to do was actually apologize to myself. And I was grieved. I was crying. I was saying, oh, Maria, I'm so sorry that I ignored you. I'm so sorry that I treated you like a problem. I'm so sorry that I, I, uh, I overlooked your needs and I bent over backwards for everybody else's and I exhausted you and I didn't listen to your capacity. And then I forgave myself and I also repented to God for believing these lies. You know, God, I repent for believing that I'm a problem. God, I repent for thinking that my value comes from what I do and I repent for living according to that belief system. And so I turned away <laughs> and I'm back in the father's castle again, back in my place as a daughter. So this is my little message to you today. I would love to encourage you to um, make this personal. If you are in a place where you're realizing that you've been, you've been living uh, by shame, you know, you've been allowing the voice of shame to dictate your beliefs and your your actions, it's time to repent and get free from that. Repentance is such a beautiful gift. It's be, it feels like um, in a church history, it became such an ugly word, a dirty word. But repentance is the most gorgeous gift. It's an open door. Repentance is an open door into freedom. Just saying, I repent for this means I'm turning away from this and I'm turning toward you, God. I'm turning away from the lie and I'm turning toward the truth. So I want to encourage you to do that today and to apologize and forgive. Toward, uh, apologize to yourself and to forgive yourself. Yeah, I hope that this message was encouraging and inspiring for you today. Uh, if it was, please uh, let me know. Um, if there's uh, 
you know, if there's anything more on this topic you'd like to hear and uh, feel free to share the podcast and um, yeah, it always encourages me to see that when, when you're celebrating the work we're doing here at Sister Talk and when I say we, it's me and the Lord and my husband, we are behind this thing and it's a joy to do. All right, I will uh, head back to my household chores and talk to you soon, hopefully. Don't don't hesitate to message me, girls. I, I loved hearing from you and I love uh, being able to respond to both your questions and your comments. All right, see you later somewhere on Sister Talk. Bye.